Hey everybody, this is Atkins, and I am joined once again by Batman Beyond Mark. Yo, what up? Happy to be back. So you know what this means. <laughs> if you've been listening to the podcast for long enough, you know that the pattern is if Mark is on, that means we're in all likelihood now, at least, covering team up missions, and that is exactly this case. Yep, we got it. We got another Tums. Got Tums number four. Volume number four. Uh, as we've stated before, and I'm repeating this again, uh, in case this ever goes to civil court, Mark is verbally, contractually <laughs> obligated to cover all team up mission volumes. Um, I will continue repeating that because every time we sit down to cover these, we kind of groan out loud together for a good 10, 15 minutes before we start recording. <laughs> it get, uh, it so gets just... worse every... It, you, you know what? I'll say this. It got better in volume two, and, and then it got worse again. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I feel... Uh, I said this pre-recording. I feel like they've really leaned into the team part of Team Up Missions. Uh, yeah, and yet they still label each chapter missions. Yes. Yeah, there's no... There's been, like, maybe one or two missions and Since I've seen volume two... one I think the only ones that weren't were some of like the extras yeah I, I want to say there was one with Melissa or one of them which wasn't a team up but I was like who cares Melissa Shields is back right uh, right but no volume one at the very least was was full of the actual concept and then very quickly we started to just do here's what they're doing around around campus which is really more of a a school briefs kind of kind of vibe but these are still better yes in part because they've got pictures uh, they um, have pictures with pretty <laughs> art and i'm and i'm gonna be honest they're shorter yes I, there's, that there's, is also like, true sure 26 pages of words or 26 pages of sequential art i'm gonna go with the 26 pages of sequential art when it's this soul destroyingly bad. <laughs> so you heard it here we, the glowing recommendation for you to go and purchase and read all team up missions uh you're not going to find it here on the amp <laughs> between mark no. and i but but we will cover them um and i will again uh emphasize that the, even though they have leaned into the team of team up missions they play pretty fast and loose with that word as well as we will see even in tonight's coverage so we're going to cover uh, the first three chapters of volume four, which are missions, I'm air quoting, you can't see this, we're not doing the visual <laughs> thing, because we're not doing, um, <laughs> we're not doing meme reviews or smash volumes, but missions 17, 18, and 19 for this week's episode. And despite the fact that we were, we've been talking a lot of smack, uh, mission 17, we all scream for Fright Night, is, is decent. It's all right. I super love it, oh, the, hey, the the chapter title say, on the t uh, on the Tums like relative meter. This is pretty decent. Yeah, yeah. I really like the chapter title art for mission number seventeen yes. with the like creepy Aizawa or Aizawa, uh, the creepy All Might visage that's like ghost like in the background. Yeah, the, the, the black and white uh, color page, which it looks good like this, probably looks even better in color. It may, although I think the black and white really works well for this particular chapter. It does chapter. for everybody um, but Jiro, who I, I, I see that, and I'm like, you would not be as grayed into the background. It's just dark. 
<laughs> yeah. But but it's honestly that that All Might face that that the ghostly All Might face is so good. Yeah, they did a really good job with that. And, and this is basically making up for the inter. It's it's basically it's it's a very similar setup to what actually happened at the summer yes. camp um, before the villains interrupted I mean, were, it, um, where it's like a, basically use it as a competition. And, right. and then they kind of had to call it because uh, villains showed up to try to kill them. <laughs> Understandable. Um, so this is, again, a uh, not the entirety of either class, but a small selection of 1A and 1B going into like a we're going to see who scares the others more uh, competition, very much like the summer camp. But this time it doesn't get interrupted. It's school uh, it's it's school sanctioned it's teacher supervised yes. and all that stuff uh, but it actually they they get to finish the exercise this time no no yes. villains uh but we we start out pretty much in the teacher's lounge and we get to see kind of the zombie ghoul all might and i i dig this first page it's it's a really fun setup yeah so he sneaks up on aizawa who's tapping away at his keyboard and he is completely nonplussed by the looming zombified All Might, um, although All Might does still take the time to ask if he did frighten Aizawa. And Aizawa is so non-reactive to pretty much everything uh, that the answer is no. Um, but All Might shouldn't take offense to that. It's yeah. just, it's Aizawa. So uh, he immediately goes back to typing. <laughs> he just turns back around and starts click clacking on the keyboard all over again and says, no, not really. Why and are I you like dressed this way? I like the fact that All Might's like, oh, well, you know, class, class B, you know, asked me you know to be you know the star star in their little scary film so i figured yeah why not and i was like oh that's cool not everything is about class 1a it's about time for the teachers to uh you know acknowledge other classes existences i liked too that all might isn't exclusive yes. to 1a like 1b has access to all might too and the the manga and the anime don't really show that all that well generally um but they were able to approach all might and say hey can you do this with slash for us and he was amenable to that and that's that's a good that's a good thing to note um but yeah speaking of 1a we go over there we see kaminari um th that's not how you l use line paper buddy um <laughs> as he's doing uh <laughs> and i i can't emphasize enough how he, he's like i'll never finish this report for base for hero basic training you guys have hero basic training? That would be a cool thing to show in the manga proper. Again, we, we, get, we get teased and baited left and right by team-up missions with superior concepts to what, uh, to what is actually I, delivered I to us in this particular be title. incredibly salty. That the only actual... It's like, okay, so we saw their quirk training. Cool. How about some of the basics? How about you teach these kids how to defend themselves? How to properly throw a punch or a kick? I, I don't know, train them and how to not die. <laughs> they just kind of hope that the kids come equipped with basic combat skills for the most part. I mean, Uraraka had a whole thing where she's like, I don't know how to do this. I have to go off campus to another pro hero to learn how to do this. Stuff. Effectively. And, and not even that, like hero, you know, the basic stuff. Okay. Basic first aid certification and stuff like that. That makes sense. Oh, wait, they threw these kids into a license exam without having apparently even had a single class on how to do some of these very basic things, which is part of the reason why it was for second years, is because mm. of the, just the curriculum they needed to get through. Like, sure, there were two people in 1A who had it from beforehand, but ugh. 
Um, point is, is we get actual learning content for a single panel. It's progress. <laughs> um, and they're given a, a, a DVD, which once again, I don't understand what time period we're in. So, <laughs> some of the times it's like, no, this has to be the future. And other times I'm like, okay, so it's now. You can still buy DVDs. What, I get, you're t- talking to a person who buys things for stuff like that. <laughs> I, I'm just saying it's like this, the time period my hero is in is infuriating sometimes. Uh, but we, we get a, uh, The Ring, I believe, is the reference. Yeah. Yeah, that's the reference. Yeah, that's Ringu or The Ring the well. in English. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so All Might in his crazy garb. Uh, well, they put the DVD in. They're watching. It's all staticky. There's a well in the distance. A hand slinks up over top of it. Uh, then... Uh, a, a, a humanoid thing comes creeping out of it. And as it gets closer to the TV, uh, they say that it looks kind of familiar. And then the DVD cuts out, um, which is very ring like uh, in the movie, the ring. Um, there are a bunch of uh, seemingly disconnected and random scenes and flashes of images. And then you see the young lady climbing out of the well. Um, and then the video cuts and it's like, well, you got seven days, you know, somebody calls your phone and all this stuff. It's a, it's very homage to that, uh, that, that trope anyway uh for sure and i'll say this uh all might nailed it yeah yeah he did a great job absolutely the way he comes slinking out of it even though so this would have been really cool to see animated too yes Um, this even just this short little video i would i would like to have seen this animated but the the class starts freaking out they're worried that this is a cursed video and hagakure is like well a cursed video is one where whoever watches it will die a week later which is more ring language um, and everybody's freaking out that they just had to watch this DVD that they know class B brought to them. So they <laughs> like, it almost feels like they're, they're worried that class B has finally figured out how to sabotage class one a by making this watch this cursed movie and die of, in mean, a week's time they do with Bakugo. So somebody trying to like kill them on a daily basis that are supposed to be on their side probably just doesn't phase them anymore. Yeah. And of course, we know that Monoma is behind all of yes. this. Um, so he he slinks in at the appropriate time, asking if uh, they had seen a ghost. And he says, based on those terrified faces, I'm guessing you saw something bone chilling. And they immediately are pointing fingers at him, saying that he, of course, is behind the DVD. And he's like, ah, that's a bold claim, but you can't prove it. How about a spooky test of courage, though? Class 1A versus Class B. Surely you're on board unless you're too scared. And of course... He's throwing that gauntlet to a group of people that includes Kirishima. So there's no way that this no, isn't that happening. That evil look now. on his face is specifically because he's currently staring down Kirishima. Like, I yeah, yeah. know exactly how to bait them. Yeah. Uh, and of course, we have to use 100%. The, the area around the USJ for it because we only know three of the like 40 locations on this campus. <laughs> right, right. We keep going back. Well trod grounds. And I like that Kaminari is like, well then, forget my schoolwork. Let's go. And I'll I'll say this. I was very confused why he was in his like athletic gear. And then I realized, oh, there is another panel showing that. You've spent so much time showing him, like, hiding the fact. So it for me, on my first read, it was very jarring. I'm like, why did he get changed and no one else? When did he did? change clothes? Yeah. But it was like He's he's in it yeah. the whole time. You can see the, the oh, white lines see... up around the collar, even when he's laying down yeah, on the desk. But it, for me, it caught me off guard. I'm like, why did he change, but nobody else did? <laughs> I like, maybe my favorite, one of my favorite touches in this particular chapter is that Mina is holding up the DVD, asking who wants it. And of course, it's, Medec- uh, it's Midoriya who wants it. 
because it's yes, all my because he's he's like oh that's <laughs> that's why i wreck and now he owns a one of one copy of an all might uh piece of merchandise and that that's right yes. up his alley but so the r- real reason the the whole his clothing confused me is for a second i was like wait did he change for just one panel because the next panel they're all in their hero uniforms <laughs> so i'm right. so confused <laughs> It's an odd selection, and the teams aren't even even. If I head counted right, 1A has more people on the field than 1B. Um, and if memory serves, we see, like, at the very end of the chapter, or, like, at some point, I want to say we see a lot more of 1B. It is. It's 7-on-7. Seven seven. I must have miscounted my first read-through. Okay. Oh, yeah, no, so um, if you look, there, there's a panel later where we see that 1B has brought people who we didn't see in the setup and they're only just in the background mm. of like that one thing. Um, gotcha. Yeah, like Pony is back there. And I don't know. Oh, no, do Pony's, we see in, the, her Pony's again in the group shot. Yeah, she, yeah she's in the group oh, shot, but do we see her do anything during is. the actual uh, scaring? Uh Beast Huna? Guy. I always forget his name, his hero name. Oh, that is he's he's got a name that sounds like yeah. somebody else's but, name. So he's he's uh, in yeah. one wide shot <laughs> and that's it. And it's like okay, cool. Why? What you doing? But yeah, so uh, we see that Midnight is supervising and that they have quickly put together so like these heart monitors um, that are shaped like little ghosts with the little... They are kind yes, of cute, I'm not going to lie. With the Japanese little... Um, uh, oh, I used to know what these were called because of Hakujo. But it, it's pretty much a traditional thing that's associated with ghosts, like a little headdress thing. Um, like oh, okay. you can see like the little pointy thing on its head. Yeah. I just assumed that it was like um, kind of like a, the, the top, the wispy part of the ghost that kind of goes backwards. And there was that was trying to convey like a, a bump or oh, a ridge. No, it's a but uh, it's, if it's, it's a hat, it's it, like, could, I, it could very crown, well be it's like a, a head peak that is associated. I don't I used to know that this trivia, but I don't. But that that's what that is. Uh, but we get it explained that pretty much there's it's not going to give you the exact heart rate, but you can get basically scare somebody enough to get up to three points from them and whichever at the end of it whichever side has the most point wins um and that uh 1b will be scaring first yes and quirks are fair game which is good so class b is out to spook 1a initially pretty much quirks are fair game but like attacking somebody is not cool this is a scare game yeah i would think that it's very much close to uh i was gonna say it, it must be very cl- kind of close to haunted house rules but there is contact between the the quote-unquote actors of 1b and the um the folks in 1a um where yes. most haunted houses there's a strict no yes. touching rule. There, there's but... exactly one thing and I, all i could think there was like that's dirty dude like you're not yeah. you're not doing it because of like he's scared it's you i mean sure it's in fight or flight but it's I have just been attacked. I'm in combat mode now. Of course right. his heart rate went up. But the <laughs> but the point is is we get um uh we get uh manga Fukidashi who for one B who basically sets the tone. Which yes, is I love this brilliant. touch. Yeah, so his quirk uh to to remind everybody is that he can he can make onomatopoeias. Um, like really effective it says that he the way that it's worded in the manga itself is he brings sound effects to life so he's filling the air with fooshes and rustles and wishes and it's just uh it's just it's an ambiance thing that is a completely auditory but it's highly effective yes um and 
and Midori is like, how are they coming after us? And then this is where, um, oh, what's his face? Kuro Iroh. Yeah, Kuro Iroh just grabs Midoriya's legs. And he's like, what are you doing? What? And he's surprised. He's like, the darkness is my domain. And all I could think is, shut up. Um, <laughs> uh, and then poor, poor Jiro just gets absolutely uh, uh, destroyed. This is uh, Rat uh, Tokage. Yeah, Tokage. Um, um, just, you know, just parts of her body come out, and I'm like, oh, that's such a good use of her ability. Oh, yeah, super effective. This would have scared the crap out of me, yes. too. Even though I would have been familiar with her and her quirk, uh, I think the environment would have made this super effective against me as well. And it does. Jiro gives uh, 1B three points. Her heart rate just skyrockets. It's a good thing she doesn't have her earplugs plugged in when this happens or <laughs> people would have experienced injuries. Yes, I love how she's like, I think I'm done here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she just like bows out. <laughs> she was like, stay strong. Um, and then uh, and then we see like from behind this cloth, just an eye, a terrifying looking eye that absolutely destroys uh, Mina in Kaminari. Uh, yeah, and Mina ends up bumping into Mineta, who has no problems with this. He has this, no problems with this, but this is one of those times where it's like, it is not his fault. It's he's walking along, they get scared, she falls over from fear, and just it gets to him, and it's like, yeah, your heart rate went up, and I'm going to be honest, yeah. it's kind of Mina's fault. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, Class B does get three points out of Mineta's uh, racing heart yes. rate here, um, just from, and it's not even, it's not even gratuitous contact. Like he's not like her, her chest isn't in his face. It's just like his, her shoulder has come into contact with his cheek, and it's yes. enough. And, and <laughs> Mineta will to be entirely take clear, what he can as get. I said, he was just walking along next to next to the group, right. and then she falls on him, and it's like he did nothing wrong. Yeah, so at the end of round one, Class B has earned 13 points, and now uh, the tides turn, the rolls reverse, and it is Class A's turn to uh, try to see if they can at least match Class B's points um, by scaring them using their yes, quirks. Yes, and we see that Ojiro has, uh, he, he's now here. Yes, all of a sudden, yes. out of nowhere, yes. Ojiro. Um, and, and, he's, he, <laughs> and is that Momo he, he, uh, behind him? Yes, that's Momo. And Ojiro stands out so much because he's the only character not in dark clothing. And they put him in the center of mm -hmm. the frame. Otherwise, I genuinely yep. might have just overlooked him. Because it's like, here's the characters we've been following. And then we're like, here, we're going to make this character who has not been here before and has only one other appearance. Just the background. Yeah, I mean, focus. Um, Todoroki also comes onto the scene in like a yes. panel or two. And he was not yes. there initially. Um, oh, yeah. No, he's in the big dr dramatic shot. Uh, but yes, the lineup. Oh, no, no, at the, the next page, that? he's like, "Oh no, he yeah, is in the uh, oh, he is he? in the face-off okay. shot too." Yeah, um, because you can see two of his five wieners. <laughs> so it's definitely Todoroki. Oh, yep, yeah, nope, you're right. Only people. You're right. um, <laughs> there was a. I shared a a meme in the Discord today where um, it was one of the villains from Jujutsu Kaisen saying that, "Oh, uh, you know, Itadori, or what, what is that? That's the name of the." main character yes. in Jujutsu Kaisen, right? I haven't read a ton of that one. But he's like, oh yeah, he's he's probably got 15 fingers in him now. Oh, and I saw like, that, the yes. bottom two panels are like person saying, oh yeah, if you read JJK, then that's fine. But if you don't, then you're like, what the hell are they talking about? So when I said that two of Todoroki's five wieners are showing, people that read MHA uh, understand <laughs> why I would phrase it that way. And other people are like, what the hell is this guy describing? <laughs> what, a, what a weird quirk. 
Um, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> you know somebody's got to have that quirk, though. I, know, I don't want to talk. I don't want to think about this. But moving on. <laughs> Monoma. Monoma's like, we're ready. We're going to dis... You're not going to be able to stop us. We're going to destroy this. Kirishima. Is, or, uh, yeah, Kirishima. Um, is like, we are... We're, we're gonna, Let's get we're scary, gonna dudes. I, and I'll, I'll give him credit. The, uh, the like, uh, Mina with the, uh, oh, uh, will-o'-wisps that are, that are made out of the Manetta's mm-hmm. balls and her acid or fire or whatever, uh, is pretty good. It's a pretty good first thing, because just, Midoriya's like, oh, we got him. We got him with the ghost fireballs. And then just one B is like, eh, whatever. Completely unaffected. I did like something that one B didn't do a ton of. Um, was cooperate, was combine quirks to pull off an effect. Um, the closest that they really got was manga kind of setting yes. the scene. Um, everything else was individual scares. 1A decides to work together to try to, uh, you know, put their quirks together so that the sum is greater than their parts when it comes to an effective scare. It just falls yes, flat, unfortunately. because I, I think the difference there is, is, is one, what the quirks are, but, but two, it's definitely the fact that 1B was like, okay, this is how, here's how we're going to do it. Here's going to be our people to do it. We know exactly how they're going to execute the scare. Like, they were prepared. And that's the difference. And, yeah, we get to see how, part of how they prepared for exactly this. Like, you had to know that Monoma wasn't going to throw down this gauntlet without having known that his class has some sort of advantage. And so he says that they have actually spent a lot of time. He he says that they have fortified their hearts against fear, fright, and terror, and they've done this by watching horror movies over and over yes. and over again to kind of like systematically desensitize themselves to anything graphic, scary, you know, uh, even remotely terrifying. So they have. It's almost like they've they've trained that they literally and, have trained for this. <laughs> so they've got this advantage shows. finally. Yeah. Yeah, it is very effective, and Monoma is eating this up. Um, he says, Class B's made of steel. And uh, 1A takes this in a way that Monoma was yes, unprepared they're, for. Yes, they're very positive about it, and it really riles him up. And he, he gives them three points. Yes. He gets so worked up that they <laughs> get three points. Yeah, 1A is just flattered that they have gone through all this trouble on their account. So like uh, Kaminari is the first one that's like, it kind of makes me feel warm and fuzzy that like, we just thought that you were doing this for funsies, but you've put all of this care and prep and work into this. And so they're flattered. And this, this is what gets Monoma's heart spiking because he's like, that was never my intention. And so he's frustrated yes. all over again. Kendo's trying to reel him in, but it's, it's ineffective. It doesn't yes. really matter. And, and then, and then it, it gets called and we have a situation where one B wins. Um, Yes, they do. One A takes finally, but but not within the canon. One A takes it pretty well, <laughs> um, though they're like, "Hey, so the the one bit that got me good, the the eye in the tree," and Madama's like, "Oh, well, I, I that was obviously Poltergeist," and then she's like, "Uh, no, I thought it was you, Tokage," and she's like, "Uh, no, that wasn't me," and everybody's just like, "Wait a second, <laughs> what do?" You, what do you mean it's not you guys? Yeah. And I, I just like the fact how genuinely 1B's like thought it was somebody else on their team. And 1A thought, yeah, 1A thought it was somebody on their team too. Like there was like almost like a yes. traitor in their midst. 
And so Mina calls for a vote. She's like, okay, fun's over. You know, she's she's clearly panicking a little bit. And this who is where we see a bunch of hand. people who have not appeared anywhere else in this world, just apparently oh, yeah, there. Yeah, there's your, uh, the, the big hairy beast man whose name neither and, one of us can And then we get a part that moment. is probably the only part of this chapter I dislike. So the game has already been called. A winner has been declared. This this These new events scare both teams. And so uh, Midnight is mm-hmm. like, oh, well... You both got fully scared. It's a draw. And I'm like, you, like, writer, I, you coward. You coward. She took like, it. Like, she this took is even, it from this class is B. <laughs> a midnight thing. It's like, you just, you just couldn't let them win. You just couldn't let 1A lose a stupid scaring contest? Come on. They lost. <laughs> Don't backpedal this. Ugh, I hate that panel so much because of it. I did like the visuals oh, of the uh, thermometers like, bursting out of the top. Genuinely, of the that's pretty hilarious cool. art. And then you get uh, Kaminari and Mina, who I I would I would say that they would both I would say outside of maybe Jiro, these two might be the biggest scaredy cats in one A. I mean, uh, at even least that Jiro we've seen on the scene. Panic run away. Yeah, and she wouldn't. These two would panic run. Jiro is more of a it, when it comes to fight or flight, she is a freeze. Yes. Um, there's that third option. That's what Jiro is. These two, however, um, are definitely flighters. And that's the, you, there's this giant middle panel where it's just those two just hauling ass away from the scene as quickly as they can. They don't care to sit around and find out what the ghost actually no. was. And they don't even intend to find Aizawa. They just happen to run into him and they're like, why are you here? And he's just like, I could add, I'm on patrol. Why are you guys here? Like, what, what is going on? And they tell him. And he's like, this is stupid. It's irrational. They don't exist. You guys have reports to do. Like, did you blow this off for that? Um, And he's just like, it's still due tomorrow. They're just like, hang on. It could be an intruder. You got to help. He's just like, this is so dumb. So they they bring him out there. And I think the weirdest part is, is that Midnight wasn't like, "Eh, they might have seen something or, I don't know, go look herself. No, she's she has exited this chapter. She is no longer featured in any future Correct. panels after the eruption of the uh of the gauges yeah. she's gone um and pretty much as i was like fine whatever if you guys okay two yeah two things one i love every time aizawa says that something's irrational i love that part that that quirk of his vocabulary and two i love further that he's also walking around with his trademark sleeping bag underneath his arm just in case he wants yep. to catch a nap. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I think it's that only that's rational. a fun touch. Yeah. And he does end up using it. So uh, I loved it. I just love that it didn't come out of nowhere. That they, like, in the panel where uh, Kaminari and Mina run into him, he already has it tucked yes. in. It's not like he produces it out of thin air later. They yes. set this up. <laughs> uh, pretty much he's like, you know, you know what? I'm going to, if you spot the intruder again, j- just give me a shout. I'm going to take a nap. My time is precious. Um, so the remaining members of the class, because it, it, I don't know. I feel like some of them went back. I, I, I don't know. Um, they're looking around. They find a tree that's terrifying. Uh, and then they find the thing. Then they find the thing, and they scream, and Aizawa is like, okay, fair enough. There is something there. Cool. Okay. Everybody keep calm. Who are you? What are you doing here? He's, he's in full, like, I am the adult in the room now mode. Yes, because like, like, can't go around doing this to my students. But the erasure it, does nothing. It does nothing. Does affect and I like the is. fact that it's like, you can tell in what his body language for the little bit, it has changed. He is now in 
combat mode because he's like, is is this somebody with like, it, it's not using quirk uh, unless they're like a heter- they have a heteromorphic quirk. Okay, what is this? And then it starts charging, and he he goes full into I'm going to fight this thing until we see that it's a cat yeah. in a blanket. Yep. Which makes no sense of no. previous visuals, but it is what it is. Aizawa and it, 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 yeah, Aizawa and cats. It's a thing, yes. and this is what um, they've and done. He sees a cold, like a cold cat earlier, so he puts like a little blanket over it. Um, which I don't know. That feels weird to me. I feel like he'd be like, "Okay, I'm, I'm gonna take you back, and we're gonna get you. We're gonna get you to like a foster home." Yeah, that's basically what he did with the yes. cat that he saw in Vigilantes. And uh, th- the part that I find really funny here is when they're. Um, everybody's like, oh, it's just a cat sleeping. And then he's like, and everybody's like, we should go to sleep. And he's like, sleep. Yes. After you finish your reports. And we can tell. <laughs> so here's the thing. I don't believe for a second that Midoriya hasn't already done this whole Oh, no. No, no, no. Now, everybody else in this panel. Uh... Maybe, maybe Kirishima has done it. Maybe Mineta has done it. I was going to say maybe Mineta, because Mineta's actually, like, decent academically yeah he's not yeah, he's, he's not he's like not the tail top, end of the pack like the rest of these folks yeah he's one of those people who's like no i don't get a study session i'm pretty good at st- i mean i'm not the top of the class but i get pretty good grades nobody's concerned about me academically right i do like the panel where i saw uh, his head is just massive over the the students that they do show and he's just looming and there's all these vertical vertical lines like he's glaring menacingly down upon them even though he's got a smile on his face you know he's got a pretty creepy smile in general yes and he's he's terrified he's terrified the kids yeah so they declare that he was the scariest of them all and that's the end of air quotes mission number 17 yes yikes all right one down and two to go (laughs) these these ones will not take as long no i shouldn't suspect so and i will say that the double-page spread for the title of Mission 18 is really cool-looking, and if this ever does get done in color, I would be very interested in seeing I feel seeing like it. there is probably an original color, because, uh, I mean, this this is in a publication, I want to say. This uh, this art, you oh, mean? Oh, yeah, no, like, uh, just, like, uh, school briefs in general. Or not school briefs. Oh, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Team-up mission. Tums. I just don't remember what publication it's from. Uh, uh, but it's it's a really cool scene. It's got uh, Shinso and Midoriya, Bakugo, Kirishima, Todoroki, and Ida, and they're all in some pretty cool action yes. poses. The the art is it looks like, like they're made of ice. It looks is what liquid. I think it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, liquid or glossy. Um, it's hard to describe, but it is well worth seeing. Maybe if I can think about it, I will uh, take a a screen grab of the two page spread and shared it on the Twitter when this uh, episode goes live. But it is, it is really neat looking artwork It's very different from most of what I've seen in, uh, especially in team up missions, but just in my hero uh, artwork in general. And this one is called beyond the K point K hyphen point. And we will uh, have to read on to figure out what the hell that's supposed to mean. So we start at, cause they're establishing shot amount, we are here at the National Hero Ski Jump Court or Ski Jump Tourney. And this is this is present Mike because I mean this guy this guy he does not stop working. He's he is <laughs> always working. I get why he's not a homeroom teacher. He does not have the time to be a homeroom teacher. He's 
He's not going to turn his nose up at a, at an opportunity to MC well, that much is absolutely he does sure. so many events. He's also like he also does hero work. He does so many events. He has his own weekly radio show because he has so many things. He's a teacher. I want to say he teaches English. Yes, I believe that's yes. right. Um, and, and yeah, so it's just he he has so much going on. Um, but but we get we get something that I I both hate and I guess it works with the lore because. They they mentioned early on with like the uh, the sports festival that some of these hero sports festivals and stuff like that they're kind of like the Olympics or other big I mean there's some other sports events sure but they're like the equivalent to to a big sports uh, event because a lot of normal sports are just kind of boring now that people have superpowers yeah and and it's not even that they take a an, an Olympic sport that is generally this is like the downhill ski the giant yes. jump you know um and you know that's only ever to my knowledge been an individual event um so it's not enough for this world that it's like it's still an individual event but you can use your quirks no it is teams of three uh that launch themselves off of these and use their quirks in combination to try to wow the judges um so they're not only judged on distance but also on what is described as their mid-air acrobatics or the show that they put on whilst in mid-air yes um and we see the first team go and uh that guy has spring arms and legs uh and they get uh 91 points for um issue i yeah I think this is the first time we see that name. I don't, I don't recognize, recognize it either. It. I don't mind us being like, oh, here's another name for a school in the universe. Cool. That's fine. Sure. Um, but yes, uh, we have uh, Midoriya, Bakugo, and Kirishima. And I, I like how they, they pretty quickly, because Bakugo is like, why are we here? This is stupid. <laughs> and Midoriya's like, well, yeah. it's totally framed Bakugo. as a team-up mission. And I'm like, yep. They they said the thing, ding ding ding. Like, Somebody ring is, a bell. This... So so can we can we just talk for a second that um to represent UA they sent a bunch of first years who have been going to the school for less than four months. Yeah. Given the fact that this is winter and this is their first year, less than less than four five months. Adam and I talked about this on a recent episode of the AMP where it's. It's criminal how underutilized any class outside, including the big threes class, which are, are they They're second third or third years, years? And I think we know They're thirds. what, I think, I think we've only ever met like maybe three other people from their year, not even their class, yeah. their year, third years. Yeah. And so I, I can't remember what sparked it, but we were like. We never see anybody outside, you know, like it's, it's just strange that I don't know. That's, I don't know that we've seen any second years or presumably there would be Uh, a fourth year, Um, but they they uh, might not be They're They're 10th grade. Like one A is a 10 is basically 10th grade. Okay. Gotcha. Um, Gotcha. Because uh, like the, the big three, they're like, as soon as they graduate, they, they're like, they have, they have full on on pro hero stat Uh, is sidekicks. Yes. But uh, pro hero status already, um, yeah. Because they, I want to say they mentioned. I don't remember if it was the manga or if it was an added line for the show that they were uh, planning on just going pro instead of going to university first. 
Right, right. Yeah, I recall that now. But it, it is still odd that 1A gets picked for yes. all of this stuff. Now, I'll say <laughs> this. Um, I could understand why they might want a, a Bakugo or they might want a uh, oh uh, Shoto. Like somebody who has a, a quirk that might be specifically really good with, with a specific thing like this. Bakugo. Yeah. Those explosions can get pretty flashy. They can give you some more airtime. I could see why you might want to pick him and maybe like, okay, yes, we have two third years and then we have this first year who is perfect for this thing. I, th but, I still feel like we could have assembled a better team oh, for this particular contest here? just from 1A. Yeah, I mean, like, this would have been great for Aoyama, for instance. I think he would have been really oh, yeah. good at putting on a show in the sky. Koda might have actually been really good at this, too, if he could have recruited some animals to help uh, with the aerial acrobatics portion or escort them down the slope, you know, honestly, uh, flanked by reindeer honestly, or some Sarah such like that. could have been really good for this. Yeah. There are, th this is an odd team combination out. Bakugo is understandable. Um, I'm with you there. The other two... I mean, Midoriya's got uh, no, some Midor Air Force Midoriya's stuff that might be pretty, and he can make lightning pop. Yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about like, just from the purely, like, outside of, yeah, he's he's the yes. main I, I was going to say, if you didn't have Bakugo there, I could see Midoriya because of the Air Force stuff, but you have Bakugo there, and thus you've eliminated, which is probably yeah. the best thing Bakugo at this point would ever love to hear. Uh, because he's there, Midoriya's <laughs> not needed. It is redundant. Well, the team that we have is is we're, it's just what we've got. Uh, there's a guy in the crowd who says that he wishes that more tourists were able to watch these, or not able to watch, but would still come out to watch. Um, and it turns out, as Midoriya inquires, that there have been some villains that have been tearing up the slopes on snowmobiles, and it feels like Wild Wild West out here on the slopes. And so um, the tourists, the civilians, aren't just aren't... It, into that scene they'd rather not put themselves in what might be uh danger or at least uh at the at the whims which, of which a I criminal element say, and so of course it's kind of a backward like i get okay we don't want to go most days because there's these guys out here harassing everybody but this is an event full of all of these hero students and professional heroes Pro that heroes. would be the day to go yep <laughs> this would be the day where they would have to be actually yeah. stupid to you know show up and then cause and beyond that there are all these heroes who presumably know that there's this criminal element on the scene and have been for a while because this guy makes a reference to the old days, which meaning that there have been multiples of these competitions that have had declining numbers because of the villains. Oh, Why oh, have none of the heroes they, I mean, just they, taken they care of the it. damn they say, issue? Oh, we've made plenty of requests, but once the villains, like, they zip off into the mountains, like, even the heroes throw in the towel. So it's like, well, the villains, they go into the deep mountain area and the heroes don't want to follow. Which I'm going to be honest is fair. I, well, no, I, I, was gonna, I disagree. I think that there oh, are some heroes who can that absolutely aren't, but like, track them. If you them. just have like a couple heroes, just like you know, kind of like your mid-level heroes show up and they chase after them, at some point they risk they risk. Yeah, their they're just going to throw like, in the towel. I mean, yeah, you're risking your own lives, but they're they're endangering themselves by going and potentially getting lost in the mountains. And, and I get why it's like, but then just right. have some heroes like patrolling there consistently. Like, I get why maybe chasing them is not feasible yeah. for, for your, your everyday hero, but them on patrol could immediately respond then. Or set a trap. Exactly. 
You know, there, there are, there ways are definitely ways to have handled this by now. It it just makes me think about like all the parodies I've ever seen of my hero, where it's like the heroes are just it's like they don't actually care. They're yeah. there for like the celebrity. I'm like, it's the times like this where I'm like, yeah, Stain might have a point. <laughs> yeah, although the the flip side of that is the people that are compete, the heroes that are competing in this. If they're wanting to be showy, they should want a larger audience at these things. So it, yes. it almost behooves their potential celebrity well, to, status. To be fair, it seems like this people. is a high school competition. So they, I don't blame the high schoolers for not knowing about this stuff going on. Like, they're just like, oh, cool. Our school sent us out to do this big event. And we're, we're Yeah, we're going to go do this thing. Uh, so Kirishima ends up uh, getting a little chilly. So he wants to go get a drink, which I presume is going to be hot. But it comes out of like a no, vending machine. He says machine hot drinks thing. and... Uh, given the vending machine culture in Japan, it would not shock me if they they had something like this. Like this. I didn't look up what Ashiruko is. I didn't Did you happen to do that? No. Okay. Well, we're not going to do it live. No. <laughs> uh, but but the point is, it's like eh, given given the amount of vending machines in the vending machine culture in Japan, it wouldn't shock me if they had a thing like this, or if this is actually a re- a real thing. Um. But then uh, it, then three guys on these um tricked out uh snowmobiles just 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 burn past and they're 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 the guys who have been harassing everybody and i i gotta say are these vending machines like in the middle of actually nowhere how is (laughs) no one else at this venue notice this yeah there's no response kirishima is all by himself throughout pretty much the rest of this chapter until like the last three or four pages where he managed to wrangle them back into the audience. But we'll, we'll get to that in a second. But yeah, this it's a uh, three, at least three. No, it's three. Um, I could, it's three. Yeah. I was going to say it, it kind of looks like one is doubled up, but in future panels, it's just three of them um, on their bikes. One of them looks like the big red. Did you ever watch the Looney Tune cartoons? Um, yes. Where you I had know the who big, you're talking about. The, the yeah. Red haired monster. Call, think, George. Yeah. Um, he looks like that. Uh, and then you've got, you know, or is it, no, that's the villain, what, that wants to call everything. But I, I know what you're talking about. Um, then you have the guy that is villain because he has a mohawk and what looks to be a mask around his yeah, eyes. Like and then a guy that mask. just looks like a rat. Yeah, he's a rat um, with a mask and uh, dreadlocks. Yeah. So uh, they zoom on by. And of course, they're like, this is our turf. We're the K3 gang. And Kirishima's like, these slopes are for everyone. This isn't just your turf. But they were like, hey, um, this is our territory and you better pay the fee. And Kirishima is about to have absolutely none of that. Yeah, no, he's he's like, how dare you? Um, uh, that said, he's like, what the heck? They idolize actual vill-. like he's just like, I can't believe this is what I'm. These guys didn't realize that they were going to be heroes here. They must not have. Well, I mean, he's like, oh, like- <laughs> this guy's a hero. Darn it. We better get out of here. When he points out like I. I'm in a hero course, you idiots. Because I'll, I'll say this. On one hand, my first instinct was, he's wearing, like, a face piece. Like, what did you think he was? And I'm like, you know, given the people in this world, that could, for all they know, that could be, like, a necessary thing he has to wear. So not mm-hmm. judging people based on, like, oh, a weird accessory they have that they might just need. So that's, yeah. that, that's fair. And then they, they just boost off. And then and then we get my exact point of why chasing them was a stupid plan. Because Kirishima chase, chases after them. And, and things go poorly. We get, we get a point where 
I'm going to be honest with this. This was very hard for me to tell and understand what was going on. It seems like he chased them and kept them in visual range, more or less, which is impressive because they're on snowmobiles all the way Correct. up into the high part of the mountain where there's currently a blizzard going on. A, a blizzard difficult enough that it, I guess, sends them all flying. I'll be honest, the, the art here is very confusing yeah i had originally thought that um this wasn't an effect of the blizzard itself i thought that it was a um an avalanche i did too but or that's that something not exploded what is depicted or something yeah that's not that's not what is shown or at least not very clearly all of a sudden you just got them you, you do hear foos and woos which sounds like wind and not like an avalanche to me um but then there's a womb which sounds like an impact of some kind and then there's like a full page where they're just swirling around in the sky i guess yeah and if we just um, see an establishing shot of the mountain where yes it's snowing but it doesn't look that bad and then we get to yeah. the next page and we're like oh it's that bad that's confusing things escalated quickly and they all find themselves at least partially buried um, in the snow, which again, I was like, was this an avalanche? Um, but it's very hard to tell. Whatever it is, it's because there's so much ambiguity to what has gone on, we have no idea. We're just, the, the snow did a thing and they, yes. they paid for um, it. And then initially I'm like, okay, well, they're, they're clearly annoyed that their, their rides have been destroyed. And then, they're, then we see that Kirishima, or sorry, yeah, Kirishima, um, comes down and sees them, and he's like, oh, you guys got blown away, too? And I'm like, was that was that a gust of wind? Was there a gust of wind from this mountain so yeah. powerful it lifted up people on snowmobiles? What is happening? <sighs> um, yep, and of course, they, they blame Kirishima for which, all of I this. Which, I mean, <laughs> they're not they're totally, totally wrong, incorrect, but <laughs> they're not right. Right. It's really bad. The storm has got bad, and the guy points out, like, these storms usually take a couple days to clear. We're going to be dead before then, because it seems like they know where they are, which, fair enough, they're on this mountain the whole time. They're like, we are not in this. We are not going to be able to get to, like, everybody else, like, to, to civilization without freezing to death. And yeah, it's, it's like, okay, the villains are like, well, this sucks. We're going to die. Uh, was. And they they give up like. Even though, like you're saying, um, they are probably very familiar with this terrain, know the situation that they're in. They resign themselves yes. really quickly to becoming popsicles. Kirishima, our boy, you know, he, he's not going out like no chump, even though one of the other one of the villain guys says, I don't want to go out like this. Kirishima is the only one who does anything to possibly prevent yes. them from going out like that. So he he grabs him and just starts dragging him, and he's just like, "We're gonna make it down and survive this, no matter what." Um, we catch back up to uh, the slopes themselves, and Midoriya and Bakugo are wondering where in the world uh, Kirishima has gone off to because he's taken way too long to get this drink. And we're treated to Shiketsu High's attempt at this. Yeah. Uh, now, this drink. once again, this is one where it makes sense to bring the first year. Like I know we're doing oh all the people that we know, but um oh I. Don't remember the name of Wind Boy. Um, yeah, Yarashi. Yarashi. He is a first year, but it makes sense to bring him. And, but yeah, so it's yeah. like, okay, cool. No, this team makes sense. They, they can do flashy. They can keep themselves up in the air for longer. They 
and then will have control of themselves in the air. And they do really well. They get a 98. And it's like... I don't... I feel like Shishikura is a weird ad. He, he's a weird ad, <laughs> but... But... I, I feel like that he could do something. Like, like he has options. There, there are things he can do with it. We, don't, we only get to see a panel of them, so for all we know... The, the, like the, the sparkles could be going off of that, or he could have made stuff so thin that it goes through the skin translucently. We don't know. Okay, but whose meat is it? Like, he doesn't generate meat. He turns people into meatballs, right? Uh, he can use or his body parts. am I misremembering how his power thing works? Is, is we see at least one of his hands, which means he's using the other. Okay, so he's just meatballed himself uh, yeah, or no, part he, of himself? Yeah, no, he does that, where he, he uses it to basically go out to get people. Ugh, gross. Um, He's disgusting. Him and Tokage, gross. Yes, but they—I mean—they do a good job, and I'm like, I don't—I don't have a problem with that. Their what little panel we saw was definitely better than the only other panel we've seen of somebody doing <laughs> yeah. stuff. And they're very fired up about it, and it's like, you know what? That's fair. They uh, yeah, they got listen, two points off. Yarashi of does not have small reactions to anything, win or lose. No, no, he doesn't. But I, I do. I do love how this entire time Bakugo has hated this until now. He's like, we are going to destroy them. <laughs> yeah. And Midoriya, to his credit, is, is, not, is not opposed to this. He's, he's like, they're going to be a tough contender. And Bakugo's like, we are going to annihilate the Midoriya. I love <laughs> that they stick with uh, Kami's, or Kami's like, um, Valley Girl accent or her, yeah. the, the quirk of her speech. Where she's like, this is totes in the bag. I like that they lean into that. I also had this disturbing thought about what the kids of Shishikura and Tokage would look no, like and what stop, their quirks stop, would be. Just stop. Just stop. Okay, I'm, I'm going to stop. Um, we'll and then on, we we'll see on. an actual panel that looks like the <laughs> snowstorm's a threat. Yeah. Which, good panel. It's a, it's a good single panel of just the, the establishing shot. But then we see the, the like our, our villains, and they're like, you know, if only we had our snowmobiles. Um, and, and I'll be honest, I'm starting to see why they're like, I don't think we could go, because they seem to be going down, and Kirishima's like, no, I'm fine. Because he's been passively using his quirk <laughs> to keep going, and it's like, you know, buddy, that's, that's a little unfair. <laughs> yeah, I, I do think that the guys saying, if only we had one of our snowmobiles was, of, of course, that the situation would be different if you had yeah. even one. Like, why would you even well, say that? I mean, that? It's, but... it's the, oh, I wish we had this. Yeah, it's the it's the second one where he says there's no energy to go on that actually contributes meaningfully to their circumstances yes. because Kirishima remembers that he did have which those is also drinks, probably why he's so, still warm. Uh, and so he does. He fishes them out, um, tells them to drink it on up. He says, "Drink up. You gotta stay alive if you want to atone for your mask. crimes." Say it again. I don't know how it goes through that guy's face mask. Oh, <laughs> the the mouse guy. <laughs> yeah, it does look like it opens. I guess. Yeah, like in other panels, it does look like the so this mask is almost like uh, like the one that um, the dude from Max uh, Mad Max Fury Road wears kind that, like, of, has but tubes vertical. coming out of the sides. But there's like a, a zigzag design going from top to bottom that would be like a mouth turned on its side. Yes. Um, and so it looks like in the panel where they're drinking this toasty warm drink that he does open those, which is that his is that his mouth know. or is I it a mask? Know, man. But but afterwards, like it looks like they have the drink. The snow starts to calm down, and they can finally see their buried and just absolutely trash snowmobiles. All three of them together. I don't know how they survived. 
There's no telling. We'll never know. And we're not we're not going to ask the question. No. Uh, <laughs> and then it, and then it comes time and then they're like, OK, well, we we have some stuff. Uh, Kirishima is like, I got a plan. And then it's like, hey, UA hi, uh, you're missing somebody because you guys are up. Um, and Bakugo is pissed. And Midori is like, I hope everything's OK. They're given three minutes to round up their teammate, um, but it says you ain't jumping without Kirishima in tow. UA might be grounded. Yes, you need three to jump. Um, and then Them's the rules. Yes, and then we see that uh, Kirishima has pretty much uh, loaded them all up, and is they've they've basically used some of the the skis from the the snowmobile. Snowmobile. Strap them to his feet. Um, he's he's using hardening, and then they're they're just going down. They're just, they're just going down the mountain, um, and everything is fine now. Everybody's good. There's there's no problems anymore. <laughs> um, and then uh, well, there is there is the one. I mean, oh yeah, they they don't have brakes, but I mean that's yeah. never that's <laughs> it's never stopped them. Um, and they do, by doing this, they cause an avalanche. Um, but we see that Chiketsu is like, like wow, UA really screwed up. As we see, kind of a very like annoyed Bakugo and a dejected Midoriya walking down. They're like, we didn't. They're like, oh, this really sucks. We didn't get to do anything. And then yes, we see the avalanche is caused by Kirishima. Uh, and he just he just goes down and just Midoriya's like, I'm sorry, what is happening here? As uh the guys keep speeding up. Uh, and Kirishima's like, hey Midoriya Bakugo, like sorry to keep you. I love Bakugo's face of you're late. Yeah. Um, I feel what, and then they, they pretty much just jump. He jumps with the villains onto the, uh, onto the ramp. They go, they get to the bottom and, uh, Kirishima just, just, you know, wins the whole thing for them. Despite the fact that, uh, they had four people and three of them were not even registered. Well, they technically had six people. (laughs) Because it was Kirishima, the three villains, and then you'll notice Bakugo and Midoriya holding on they? to the very end. I didn't, yeah. I didn't even notice them. Yeah, Bakugo catches up, and Midoriya is just kind of holding on. Oh, so yeah, there they it's are. A, it's a six-man team. I didn't even notice. I didn't even see them go. Yeah, so they it's a six-man. They should be disqualified. Yes, this, this is not like a, an ectoplasm who it's, I'm one person, and then I've split, I've used my quirk to split into more people. That's different. Yep. So they do land. Um, they're grateful to Kirishima for getting them back alive, and they actually give him props. And they even pointed out, this is the first time I'm giving props to a hero instead of a villain. What a badass. And that is their language, yes. not mine. Uh, and so UA gets a perfect score. Uh, with a st- <laughs> what a stunning victory. And all I can say is, uh, does that qualify as nepotism or is that favoritism from, uh, from uh, Present Mike? Like that's Mike. that's yeah. unfair. Yeah, there 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 should like, have been a disqualification. Like I'll say this, Shiketsu there. being upset, that's valid. They have Absolutely. violated so and, many rules. And if I were part of Shiketsu, I would have run to present Mike and waved my finger in his face saying, "You already said UA is disqualified." Those yes. words left present Mike's mouth. Yes. This so, is no, this is no take this is not a you Mike. have to say the full sentence Goku. So Shiketsu's upset that they lost, um, which they sh- they didn't. Um, but by by every rule that we're made aware of, they won in this short little mission. They absolutely but won. remember one A has to always win. And then uh, the the villains say that they're gonna 
put themselves on the straight and narrow. Um, but Kirishima's like, yeah, you can do that right after you do yep. your time. <laughs> and the police are there to receive them and escort them off of yep. the slopes. And, uh, and thank God that's done. That's the end of mission. Yep, that's the end of mission number 18. Every time I say mission, you should just know. My, I'm, I'm air quoting really hard. Although I guess this one did turn into a rescue mission, but I'm not sure it counts as a mission. The caveat would be yourself. Yeah, or I mean, yeah, he's rescue. Yeah, there's that, and then there's also if it is a mission, then it is not a team up mission because it's Kirishima by himself doing it. So they, it falls flat either way. No matter how you view this chapter, it's not really a team up anything or a mission. It was <laughs> up. It was definitely up. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I see what you're saying. So they leaned into the up portion. Gotcha, Correct. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. They, uh, you know, that doesn't single-handedly save mission number 18, but it does make it a tiny, a tiny bit better, I now, guess, maybe. Now, the only way that 19 could have been good is if they had actually leaned into the mission, which I guess Nin kind of. 19? Yeah. Okay, so I this guess they I guess they Happy set Apple a mission Day. for themselves and they they did that. So I guess we've had one that was team, one that was up, and one that's mission. <sighs> this is it a mission? It's more like I a am, task. I I admit I re I'm reaching. Yeah, it's again we, they they play fast and loose, so we're we're just playing their game at this point. Yes. Mission nineteen is called Happy Apple Day, and I've there's never been one of these that should have been a, a school briefs chapter more than this one. Oh, and I absolutely. mean that derogatorily. Yeah, yeah. Oh, anytime we talk about school briefs, it should be assumed. Um, <laughs> because we're trying so hard to never talk about school briefs. Other we than use to it. dunk on it. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so this one, um, we open up to a panel of Mirio, who is showing up to the school. To oh, you forgot up, about the two-page spread. I did, because I, I mean, it is what it is. It's I so basic, but I love the it. fact that Mirio yeah. looks evil in <laughs> okay that's fair yeah I, the basic was the word that i applied to it too so i just kind of zoomed right home by it fair enough um but mirio does show up he's got this giant uh like afro wig on that's got stars and birds shoved in it for some reason and he's just there to visit airy and aizawa is trying to figure out what the hell is going on with his head yeah and it's it's just his latest gag because i don't think the writer understands Mirio as a character, um, mm. but he's pretty much here to hang out with Ari, um, which is a which is a thing that we know he does. He did a lot yes. of during this period. Absolutely. Um, and then we see uh, that the other two of the big three are there, um, and so are a lot of apples, uh, sunny crisp apples, which I assume is a honey crisp joke. I that's what I assumed as well. Um, but they they've got, and I quote here: "We've got a mountain of apples," which is not an incorrect it is several cases arranged to be pyramid like i will give them 10, that 11, much 12 13 14 15 crates of apples including the two that, that are open on the, to the right okay <laughs> i didn't want and to double I have check to assume your math the but... others are basically just as full of them. yeah sure uh, maybe a little less because it doesn't look like those two on the right could close oh that's a good point yeah, that's a good the point. other ones uh they seem they seem to be sufficiently closed Yes, but uh, apparently um, uh, Mirio helped Ari enter a giveaway contest from an apple orchard, uh, and she won big. Yeah, she won the grand prize. Uh, well, uh, I say that, I have to take it back immediately. She won a prize. It's not the grand, because grand means only one person gets this prize. We find out that she's well, not the only person that gets this prize. Well, I mean, there, there's the whole thing where it's like, oh, well, this person got first place, and this person 
got the grand prize. So uh, Mirio shows up. He's wondering when Yue got an orchard. Um, That's when he's told, reminded about the giveaway because Mirio was there, I think, when he uh, uh, when she entered it. And so he's he asked the the stupid question. Did we win? Uh, there is a. I would hate to see what lose. I would hate to see what the the winner got if this was yeah, losing. There is a mountain of apples behind you, sir. What doth thou suppose? <laughs> I, I understand. Here? It's like, do, did we win the grand prize or like first prize or like which of the prizes did we win? Um, yeah, they do. But, uh, uh, they they said that they uh, they they won all these apples. They'll never be able to eat them by himself. We do get a quick glimpse of the apple orchard folks, one of whom just has an apple for a head because. Of course he because does. Because of course. Yeah. Um, I do like the fact that Miri was like, oh, like, I, I know, like, Tamaki, you, you should use these for, you know, your quirk. And he's like, I, this is about all I can do. And he makes like a little sprout, all I can do with an apple. Like, they're, they're not good for me. Which it's fair. It's like, oh, cool. Like, would you get tree powers? No. No, you get a stem. You're welcome. Yes. So it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, fair enough. You, they're not, we're not going to like give them all to you. Yeah. Airy, uh, however, wants to share these apples with everybody because they're so yummy. And so Mirio says, well, why don't we do exactly that? Let's just host a party. And that's that's all about these apples. So we'll eat them and we'll cook them in a bunch of different ways. And um, they have to explain what a party is to Airy, which seems a little weird. Like, yeah, she didn't grow up in a room by herself. Also, I, I find it really interesting that for the, the play games, they have dice, bingo, and PS5 controller. Yeah, right. There's, there's, <laughs> there's a disparity between those. Yes, things. one of these things is not like. Yeah, the there is a die, <laughs> and then a bingo card, and a PlayStation Five controller. Um, but yeah, I, I thought that it was strange that they had to explain to her what a party is, as if she like grew up in complete isolation. In in canon, she's been two parties at UA. I don't know yes. if, if that has happened at this point, because um, I didn't try to place I want to say but... I want to say they make uh, a mention at one point that this is kind of like setting up for a school festival okay but I want to say it's one of the big three that says it so them having said something it's like well they could have done it already, but... well she she's absolutely been to the school festival she gets yes. invited to was it a Christmas party that she says trick-or-treat at and gets her holidays confused and eyes right to you're her. absolutely correct so she's been this to at does... least two yes um but then they're like okay like we're, we're gonna do something with this so they go to Seto. And they're like, hey, we have all these apples, and you do baking. Yep. Help. Please help. <laughs> they go Favor, to the dude, please help. One of the guys in 1A that knows how to cook. Now, yes, canonically, and it, and Bakugo is an excellent cook, desserts. too. Yeah, yeah. But because it's apples, I think they went to Sato for, um, for his baking goodness. And uh, they are greeted with smells that only uh, validate their their... Uh, ideas he's he's currently baking something that he shares with them yes and i, I like the fact that they're like help us cook Ooh, these ta- like the cookies are good and stuff they're like like yeah sure but i also like how he understands his 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 classmates he's like like i'd be happy to help but the the issue is he's like what's the problem it's like you don't just get saying, just me like yeah like <laughs> you're you're looking for this like this is what you've asked for i'm sorry it's already too late they will yep. not take no for an answer. Um, as they as they all burst into his room, which means they took down, they broke the lock. 
Yeah, because they're standing outside. Yes, I'm not saying he locked the room. I'm saying they broke, like, the lock mechanism because they just barge into the room. Yeah. Like, there's no door there anymore. It looks like they've fallen forward. We don't see everybody who's silhouetted inside of the room, but... Because uh, Ida's clearly in that uh, image silhouetted. Uh, I believe he... Ida's the only one who we don't see. At least, yeah. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. There's six people, four break into the room. So oh, yeah. we've got um... Mina, Saro, Mineta, Kirishima. Who's bottom left? Because Ida... Uh, Ida and whoever's bottom left. Kaminari? Uh, Kaminari. Probably. Yeah. Oh, no. There's five people that burst into the room because you see uh, Kirishima's eye in the uh, yes. bottom bottom right. I missed that. Yep. Um, that was I, a, that's a much more understandable thing to miss an eyeball than it is to miss three other human beings on skis, just saying. Yes. Um, and then we, <laughs> then, we get a, then we get a good panel, a panel I like, where we have uh, Seto ordering everybody around, being like, this is what we need to do, like being the head of the kitchen. Uh, and then Ida opens his stupid mouth um, mm. and is now the head of the kitchen. Um, and I hate it. Yep. He, 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 he abuses his position as class prez here. Yes, Absolutely. he does. And then, and yeah, then we get Eerie being like, you know, like this is, yeah, uh, this is, yeah, this is like getting ready for the school oh, festival. Oh, it's her. Yeah. She's the one that, rec- yeah. Yeah. She so um, knows what a party is. Yeah, everybody was Mirio's so busy. Just being Good times. Patronizing. Um, yes. And then we see that Sarah, or sorry, Seto is just back as Mira's like, okay, teach us. Cool. We see none of that. <laughs> nope. No, it's, it's all doing other things like making the candy apples. Um, and then we get, uh, I, I believe these are two classmates or two like people of this. Yeah, these are business course from the third year who are friends with Mirio. Yep. And they're just like, yo! Like, hi, you're actually here. Why haven't you come and said hi? Yeah, they, they are jealous of the time that Mirio is spending with Aerie and all these other first-year chumps. They don't say it that way. I mean, but... it's also the fact that, like, hey, like, you're finally back on campus. It, you've been here for a bit. Why haven't you come and said hi, dude? Like, we've been worried about you. It's interesting that they came to the what is presumably the I, my guess dorms. is that they 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 took the initiative and were like oh he's there okay well we're gonna go say hi yeah because we'll go we've find been concerned him. about our friend they accuse him of being of getting rusty um while he's been on leave i mean i took that uh, i'll be honest i took that more at least when i read it i read that more as like a friend ribbing oh yeah joke. absolutely yeah but uh, Miri is like i'll make you eat those words and he immediately starts whisking as with, quickly with as he can power Shouting power, which, absolutely. Which, to his credit, he doesn't. He doesn't. It looks like he he does. He doesn't make a mess. It's a perfect no. whisking job, and yep. everybody's Turns impressed. Egg whites into cream, presumably. Egg whites and sugar into cream is what I'm assuming that that was. Yep, and they're in like an instant, and everybody's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Even Aries impressed, and her little she's got like a she's got a like a handkerchief that's tied at the top of her head, such that it like kind of covers over the back. With the triangle going backwards, yeah. it's a very cute kitchen look for her. He says, "Even if I'm on leave, I can keep up with my training." And so this uh, incentivizes these two guys to get back to theirs. They're like, "We can't afford to slack off either." Then, and so they're they're <laughs> basically conscripted <laughs> into the the labor force for this party. Yes, um, and I, I do like I do like the the little moment 
between Mirio and I'm blanking on her name. Nejire. A uh, friend of mine, Antonio, would hate me for forgetting her name. Uh, is, is like She probably doesn't listen to the A&P. Uh, so. <laughs> no, it probably doesn't. Um, like, uh, it's like you know, you might have lost your court, but like, you're still keeping up, and that's great. Um, and he's like, I'm happy that I stayed. This is where, like, nobody's treating me different because this is where I belong. And it's like, that's yeah. great. It's going to really suck when you graduate. <laughs> Unless like, you want to uh, become, like, lady. a hand-to-hand martial arts instructor here at the school, please teach these kids how to fight, UA. That's right. I like... Um, still probably take half We have Amajiki saying that you're the same guy deep down, and we, we know that. And then Nigeri says, you can't take the Togata out of the Togata. Yep. And I, I like that particular and line. And he's like, That's thanks, you two. Like it, 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 like, it means a lot to him. Also, let's be honest, he could still probably take half of the just it just the entire hero course like all together probably still could take half of them in a fight it's probable like yeah. i i get <laughs> why he might not be able to take like a uh a shoto in a fight without his powers but uh but there are plenty he could um and then we we see that uh like that total normie ojiro am i right you be quiet <laughs> um, and then we see uh, Sue and Uraka have made uh, an apple pie and a pound cake. Um, and they, they look pretty good, honestly. I love this particular touch where Ochako says, the business course boy has told us that good plating is the key to, to it being mouthwatering. That's I not like incorrect. That. that is a very... Yeah, oh, no, it absolutely is true. But I like that it's the business course folks that that bring that idea to the table. That is a very marketing uh, yes. angled uh, like contribution to this particular shindig. So I like that, you know, they, we don't really, I don't think we see them for the rest of this chapter. Um, so, you know, that they're doing something somewhere. I like that. They found a meaningful, sensible way for them to contribute. That wasn't just making something like oh, everybody yeah, else was. Um, so I, I liked that particular touch. Yes. Um. And then and then uh, we get the bursting in of one B, and I I love the touch of above Monoma is the light for the doorway, but it looks like a halo. Yeah, looks and like I a halo. Think that's hilarious, <laughs> and I hope it was intentional. And he's of course he's always looking for a reason uh, to compete with one A. So he says it smells like a showdown in here to us. How about it? Uh, usual so, rules. <laughs> Winner takes. I- yeah, usual rules. Kendo neck chops him when he tries to make it into something that it really yes. shouldn't be. So they they said that they heard that they were up to something fun, and so they would just like to contribute as well. And I want no to point need out to make it there's into like a two groups of them that show up. Like there's the girls half, and then there's the boys half. She knocks out Monoma. The boys half disappear. My guess is they're like disappears. Oh, we, gotta, we, gotta <laughs> we got we got we got to wake him up. Somebody grab the smelling salts. They take yeah they they take him back to the dorm. I don't think we see any boys from one. No, um, Tetsu 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 okay. is on the next page. Um, so he's the only one that seems to have stuck around. Well, I, I mean, it, it was probably the they brought the him back, and then, I mean they're, they're not that far away from each other, so they're probably like, okay, let's just bring him back, toss him on the couch, and we'll come back, we can have it's, apple and stuff. Um. Because even Kuro Iro is in the back of this particular, like when they're bursting through the scene, he's just back yeah, as there I for said. Reasons. The guys um. took Monoma back. <laughs> they just tossed him on the couch, and then they came back to have fun. But we only see Tetsu, 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 Tetsu. I, 
uh, all of the guys, yes, because I was like, we see Kendo. Uh, but yes, we see yeah, him yeah. competing with uh, Kirishima, Kirishima to make apple juice. Yeah, squeezing apples with their bare hands, which is exactly the kind of apple juice I want to drink. I'm, I'm more impressed with the amount of juice that they're getting from each apple. That is impressive. But we, you know, you have to suspend your belief a little bit. No, I, I get it. Hero, I get it. I'm know? just like, I'm like, I, I'm, I, <laughs> hey, I am saying that I am incredibly impressed with, with how much they were able to juice it. Um, so I liked, too, that there's this scene, and I couldn't figure out. So Bakugo has good knife skills. That's why his curls are tighter. Correct. Right? That's the joke. That's the entire joke. Um, is him and Todoroki are holding up peels, um, and Bakugo's is longer, so he's got tighter curls, finer curls, whereas Todoroki seems to have been a little bit more brutish. Yes. Um, so, again, hitting on the note that Bakugo in canon is quite good in the kitchen. It, it, Bakugo in canon is amazing at everything he does. Yep. There's also, uh, after the panel of Tetsu, 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 and Kirishima squeezing the apples, there's a cute little panel of Aerie trying to do the same thing. Which is adorable. With her, just her two little hands trying to squeeze an apple. It's the cutest thing in this entire chapter. Maybe the best oh, hey, thing there's, in this there's chapter. More, there's more of uh, 1B in the O panel. There's three of them. Oh, yeah. There's the, the mushroom lady and the beast man yep. whose name... Escapes we us. can't remember because it sounds exactly it's shishido or shishida it's one of those Something two like that but then we see an actually appetizing like spread of apple based things and also strawberries yeah and other kiwi. fruits were incorporated and cantaloupe yeah i mean they didn't say that they were going to eat exclusively that's fair apples. that's fair that's fair <laughs> that, that's fair um so yeah they uh mirio's excited about this whole menu that they've got of creative apple based dishes not exclusively and singularly apple dishes but he says that they're not done yet there's more cooking to do before we can feed everyone so there's there's still more more stuff to be done but they run into a problem which is that they no longer have apples which, which seems like not a problem at all the original problem was we've got too many apples and now they've solved that problem i, I mean <laughs> it's part of me is like oh my god how much apple based things did they make and the other part of me is like apple juice Apple juice used up a lot of those apples. Oh, absolutely! Sure. Sure. Is the biggest usage of apples there? Well, they the new problem isn't just that they've run out of apples, but it's that everyone who has joined in has increased the number of mouths that are supposed to eat the food that was produced. So it's like they're short on and food. Now they're all sad again, and Aries like, oh no, I've made because of this. Everybody is now sad. Um, yeah. and Mira's like, oh, she specifically wanted to use these apples. I know the others are going out for more, but, ugh. And then, the bestest boy, um... Whose name you can't immediately oh, recall? Know, is that what this pause is? Dude, you are way off Kubica your game tonight. It's Tokoyami. Tokoyami. I know. <laughs> I, it's like I, are you it's okay? like I haven't talked about my hero <laughs> in months. Yes, since last in time we did a team up mission episode. <laughs> Yeah. Some of oh, these characters funny. haven't shown up forever in the manga, <laughs> and I've been like, oh, right, they don't exist anymore to me. Did you just spoil something for me? Is Tokoyami not in? Oh, he just the hasn't been, he just chapters? hasn't been in a couple chapters. Okay. The good, 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 good recovery. I, I, I'm sorry. Recovery. Not every character you is may in well every be lying single to me. I have no idea. I'm sorry. Not everybody's in every <laughs> single chapter of a manga. <laughs> Get out of here. 
Not with a uh, not with a cast as small and and concentrated as I this mean, one is. It's like I mean, there's there's only like a handful of characters, just a giant's. I don't know, Buddha-sized, <laughs> if we're going Journey to the West levels, Buddha-sized, you know, handful of characters. Yeah. If anybody gets the reference, they'll understand the joke. Enough to fill a literal oh, enough to fill because a literal that's what universe. we're dealing with. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but we see that he has more apples. He does. He won the, like, basically the same contest. Uh, um, so he points out where he doesn't have 15 boxes. He's got more like, I don't know, uh, six or seven? Seven. Oh, hey, they even in both pictures of him with the boxes, we see seven. How did he not notice this was all happening before? Correct. All the noises, all the smells. He does tend to kind of keep to himself, generally. Yes. Um, but still, this is a lot of activity for him to have been I'm totally I'm going to be honest, they've been of. doing this and... all day. Did he not even, like, go to the bathroom and smell the cooking? Yeah. But uh, yeah, he says that he they, it came from his boxes came from a giveaway held by an orchard, um, and they delivered more than he would ever consume in solitude. Yes. And that, it, uh, it does look like I can't tell if Dark Shadows just like, dude, this is a lot of apples, or if he's like, I'm nom nom, yeah. I'm eating this apple. <laughs> but with uh, with their apple boxes combined, uh, they should have enough food to feed everybody. So Tokoyami says, use them as you will. I also like too. It makes total sense that Tokoyami would have entered a contest to win apples because it is his favorite yes. food. And so I feel like um, that's a thing we actually he, do. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a known thing for sure. Um, so and I, he says, I like use them as you smile. want. Huh? I like his little smile. Yeah. Yeah. His little beaky smirk. Uh, so he hands them over and, uh, this is where Ari and him connect because she says, I love apples too. And he says, birds of a feather. Uh, and this this turn of phrase confuses Ari, but Mirio corrects it or clarifies it and says it just means that you're buddies. And yeah, uh, yeah. so they resume prep. Uh, they end up whipping up this gigantic spread, a couple of tables, yes, several tables. There worth, are at four least tables four tables worth, and I still maintain it's the juice or the cider that took up most of the apples. <laughs> I I have to I have to assume. Yeah, because it doesn't look like... Well, and what's funny is if I mean, you look at see, the bottom table... We see right at least table, two more tables worth of yeah. stuff, to be fair. But if you look at the bottom right table, um, they got kind of lazy with it because they just put a bunch of loose apples into a basket. Uh, oh, I thought those were supposed <laughs> to be... Oh, those aren't... Those are just loose apples. Yeah. You know what? That might... To be fair, those are probably from the... the uh, I keep going with his first name, Tokoyama. Tokoyami's stash. Fumikage. Fumikage, yeah. Um, Tokoyami's stuff at the end. It's like, guys, guys, we're out of everything else. (laughs) We don't Uh, have sugar. We don't have milk left. Just just put them on the table. It looks like, um, in addition to the apple juice, that they may have made some cider as well, because uh, Sue's cup seems to be producing steam. Yes, so maybe I, I, ha- I would have to now. assume that they would also do cider because apple mm-hmm. juice you have to do so much filtering from you have to basically take a cider and filter it more or less. And uh, we close close this chapter down with Ari writing a letter in her diary um, that just says, "Today we all ate apples together, and I want to have another party someday." 
we see uh, mostly 1A students, uh, in addition to the big three in Tetsu, 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 Tetsu. I think that he's the only non-1A slash big three person in this Doesn't last page. Doesn't she end up getting the, like, the giant sword? The Tokoyami? Yes, at the Christmas party. Yes. Yeah. That's also, great. I must correct myself. Um, in the top right, that could be wrapped in Monoma? Or not wrapped, Takage and Monoma standing like above Mirio's head. Because Momo's already that done in the bottom right. That is absolutely Monoma. It could, I, I think that's think Tokage. Kendo. Yeah, I think it's, it has to be just based on like hairstyle alone. So you do get three 1B folks lingering around. So three 1Bs, the, the big three themselves. And I have to believe that the others are just off panel. Because we see that they're like, somewhere. we see, for instance, that uh, Kaminari is clearly talking to somebody. Off yeah, panel. he's talking with somebody. You can see like a bit of foot. Yes. And we don't know whose head is. I can't tell whose head it is that's right behind Tetsu, 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 Tetsu. Yeah, no, it's it's not it's not enough. It could be there's like several people. It could be, um, but yeah. no, it seems like they're all they're all. I mean, for all we know, that head down there could be one of the uh, one of the other third years. Could be, yeah. Well. Mm. Not one of the two business guys. They had very strange, oh, like, point. Astro Boy-type haircuts. Oh. Now that I'm thinking of it. They had a very unique hairstyle. So that could be Shishido or Shishida. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't look broad enough. The head doesn't. But enough back-of-head analyzing. Um, how, how, do we how do we feel about these I'll be three, honest, I like the visions? Apple one more when we talked about it. I'll give it that. Uh, but I thought the first one was good. The second one was awful. Yeah, and the third one was also bad, but us talking about it, I had more fun with it than when I read it myself. I understand. So you have, have you read ahead? Have you read the I have missions that we had to cover? Okay. I, I'll be honest. Reading this one, I was, I, it felt more like a, a, an assignment than a, than a, ooh, a new My Hero thing. You mean read. a, you mean a legal obligation? A legal obligation, That's what you mean. yes. Yeah, fair. Um, so in two weeks' time, we will be covering the next two missions, which would be 20 and 21, right? Um, and so yes. if you're reading along at home, why? Why? <laughs> just, <laughs> just tune in and listen to us complain about them. You'll do fine, uh, you know, without, oh without these in physical or digital in your life, I promise. Uh, this is one of those times again where the AMP is providing a public service, and we're we're grateful that Mark is along. Um, uh, you know, the the first time was a freebie; the rest of them have been, you know, uh, under threat of civil action. Yes. But uh, he did, he did, he 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 put himself into this contractual binding obligation I have of his own. I words. couldn't have known. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. These you, these chapters if you, if were not out had, yet. I couldn't have known. <laughs> <laughs> so uh we will uh we probably won't be joined um by adam for these i can't however him. i'm um, gonna be brutally honest oh no yeah yeah he was like ah you twisted my arm you and mark can do it by yourselves <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh but adam and i will be um coming back to get some kyo cinema content out on the feed we actually combined the feeds after some uh twitter follower feedback so oh. the Kyo Cinema feed is probably dead in the water, but all those episodes have been migrated onto the AMP feed uh, inside of your podcatcher. If you just search Kyo, K-A-I-O, 
Um, you can find all those episodes. In the future, we will continue with the numbering system for AMP episodes. So this is episode 139. Um, Kyo Cinema episodes will be appropriately labeled as well. So if Dragon Ball movie content just isn't your bag, feel free to just delete it and move on. Um, totally fine. But if you do enjoy listening to Adam and I, um, that that is some extra content that that we enjoy. We're covering the movies, Dragon Ball movies. Uh, the next one that we're covering is Path to Power, which is a retelling of early Dragon Ball. I think it's like the fourth or fifth version of the first like arc or so of Dragon Ball that we've covered. Um, then after that, we're doing the GT movie, A Hero's Legacy. And then after that, we're doing Dragon Ball Evolution. And I believe, Mark, correct me if I'm wrong. Did you not say also that you wanted to be a part of that recording? I too? said I would take part in the super movies recordings. I ah, have no okay. interest in evolution. I would like that movie to have ne to retroactively never have been made. Okay, I knew you had expressed an interest in doing something, and for some reason, oh, my no. in my what I said brain, is, I thought under no circumstances will I do <laughs> evolutions. I gotcha. Well, I have it's, standards. It's on the horizon, and it's coming. And that quickly. movie does not. Yeah, yeah. There is a good chance that we end up covering, getting through with the evolution coverage before the end of the year. I'm so um, sorry. So that you have to watch well, that you film. don't have to yeah well if you're listening you don't have to go anywhere special to get to that content and you're not obligated of course to watch or, or to listen to it but uh with anything that we produce if you're following us at almighty pod on twitter um any new episodes that drop including this one uh we do a post or two just making sure that that populates on folks feeds uh and then you can visit the pinned tweet uh, and join us in the Discord. There have been several new followers uh, on Twitter recently, and also several new members that have stuck their head into the Discord uh, at at their own risk, but they seem to enjoy it. And we hope that uh, you will join us in those conversations, in those spaces as well. But for now, I think that's going to wrap episode 139 of the AMP up. Mark, thanks again. I know you're <laughs> obligated, so I don't really have to say thank you, but I'm gonna. Um, mm. And we will reconvene in a couple weeks' time to cover two more air quote missions. So How's sounds, that sound? Sounds uh, good from a legal perspective. <laughs> yeah, that's about all you can... <laughs> that's about the best you can say. But we will see you then, if not before then, for an episode of Kyo Cinema. See you guys.